Welcome to the Confidence and Eating Podcast with me, your host, Denise Wogan from Foodie Nutrition. This podcast is the place for busy moms to regain their confidence in eating, in feeding, and in yourself as you survive motherhood. Everyone's experience with intuitive eating will be different, as everyone is different. Over the course of 10 weeks, I will be helping you to understand this self-care eating framework which promises to improve your relationship with food. Hey guys, welcome back to episode five. We are right in the middle of the New Year, New You Parade. And I want to invite you to take a moment to stop, step out of it and have a listen to what I have to say. The health and wellness industry is changing its language so very cleverly. You might hear things like, it's not a diet, it's a lifestyle. But if people are still telling you what to eat, when to eat, then it is a diet. Intuitive eating empowers you to feel better in your body by making your own food choices that support your pleasure, nutrition and your health. Really what it means is that you get to choose what you eat, your body, you get to choose to live in your body how you want to live in it and you get to make that relatable to the life that you live in. Intuitive eating helps you to understand how diet culture has actually been harming your health, not helping it. And there are three central aspects to intuitive eating. Unconditional permission to eat, rejecting diet culture, making peace with food, coming aware of your internal food police, reliance on hunger and satiety cues. Back to our earliest piece on honoring your health by listening for your hunger. Today, we're going to build on that by talking about meeting fullness. And then thirdly, on eating for physical rather than emotional reasons. Today, the focus is on feeling your fullness. So the key to respecting fullness hinges on those words that I've just said, giving yourself unconditional permission to eat. It is easier to stop when you're comfortably full, when you know you can eat again. You know you can eat if you're hungry. You know you can eat the cake later if you want to. When you know and trust, you can eat whatever it is again. It's letting go of the notion that certain foods are good and other foods are bad. No one food has the power to transform you in any way. It's encouraging yourself to eat what you really want. You are telling yourself and you think that if you really allowed yourself to eat what you really wanted, then you would never stop eating that food. Is there any part of you that believes there is a possibility that you actually might tire of that food? Because it is true. Unconditional permission to eat means that you eat without the penance. You do not need to walk it off later. You do not need to starve yourself next week because you've enjoyed eating. As you practice this unconditional eating, you are making your food choice free and you are eliminating any urgency around eating and eliminating overeating. Peach is a peach and a bar of chocolate is a bar of chocolate. Your worth, your character, your morality is not dependent on your food choice. And knowing all of this allows you to feel your fullness. I can hear a question. Why can't I stop eating when I'm full? And there is an answer. Fear. Fear is keeping you stuck. For some reason, honoring hunger feels okay to most of us, but having full choice over what to eat sends people into a tailspin. We've never really had it. I even notice myself saying things to my kids. I'm going to make your tummy feel too full. Or I don't think you'll like this. I'm already telling my children what they think about their eating. But it is 
something that makes us feel scared when we allow ourselves full choice over what to eat. But it is a crucial step that gives us the freedom to respond to our own personal eating signals. And if you've never really done it before, it can feel frightening, especially in the early days. If you truly believe, but when you don't truly believe that you can eat whatever food you like, a small part of you stays deprived. And then it's harder to get that feeling of fullness. Here are some things that have come up for people when you talk about this. Why can't I stop eating when I'm full? One is I won't stop eating. But the studies have shown that the novelty does wear off. I tell my story about bird's eye potato waffles. They were not healthy enough for us to have in our family. And when I did bring them in, I think we ate them every dinner for about two weeks until somebody said, oh, I'm kind of bored of bird's eye waffles. I don't really fancy them anymore. The shiny obstacle that they were suddenly wasn't so shiny anymore. So you will stop eating. Another fear that people get stuck on is I've tried it before. So they've tried it and they still felt out of control. There's many reasons why this might be happening. Maybe your mind is still on a diet. Maybe you didn't give it long enough. Maybe subconsciously your body is still believing that you are breaking a rule when you eat something that you really want. Maybe this is where you could reach out for support if you have tried it before. There's a belief in you that this is possible. You just haven't learned all the steps. The next fear to draw your attention to is the thoughts of overeating can trigger a binge. And this may very well happen. And this is why support is also key. As you learn this information about intuitive eating, your brain will get flustered because it's so different to what you've known and been conditioned to think and believe. Our thoughts are so powerful. So it takes time to build trust. But every time when you fall off the wagon or when you fail, if we want to use that word, and you scold yourself. Those are the moments that will trigger the binge. You didn't do that when you were learning how to walk as a baby. You didn't do that in lots of times in your life when you were trying things. Unfortunately, because of diet culture, you hold yourself fully responsible. And this is not true. Another fear is that I won't choose nutritious foods. I remember I had one client, I want to think like a skinny person. And I said to her, really? Do you know what skinny people think? The reality is that over time, you do end up choosing foods that have the nutrients that your body wants. It won't be all the fun foods or the fear foods that you will go for. Intuitive eating teaches you how to pick foods that are really in tune with what your body wants. And I always tell people about food intolerance testing. They are they change. There is some controversy around them because from one week to three weeks later, your body reacts differently to foods. Only best measure that you can get is by listening to the sound advice from your intuition. Our final fear to draw your attention to is I don't trust myself. And this is so very common. Even if this is not intuitive eating that you feel like you don't trust yourself in, it's so important that you develop that skill. If there is a kernel of belief in your body that this will work for you, then pay attention to trusting. It might start out like a tiny silver thread of a spider's web, but you can build that trust to a rope. Erickson, psychoanalyst, has a belief that trust can be developed in later life. Intuitive eating proves this for anyone with their relationship with food, that you can go back to your childhood when you respected your own hunger and you respected your own taste, 
you can go back to trusting that wisdom. So most people don't know what it feels like to be full. Like, you know, what does it feel like to stop at 80%, which we've been told? Is full half your plate or is it two servings? Is it the same every day? What can impact your ability to feel your fullness is what you've been conditioned to do and the thoughts that you hold and the beliefs that you carry. Have you been conditioned by your well-meaning parents to clear your plate? Have you an ingrained habit formed then that means you finish your meal regardless of your fullness or hunger? Maybe you even feel guilty about food waste. Food scarcity plays into your mind. Money scarcity plays into your mind. Maybe money is scarce for you. And you will eat beyond fullness because you're wondering and conscious that you do not want to waste your hard-earned money. Maybe you're so distracted in your eating that you eat so fast because you're so afraid of meeting that hunger. Bypass fullness and satiety. Any pleasure is taken away from the eating. So we can not be able to understand our fullness or we cannot be able to stop eating because we might feel physically full, but we're not satisfied. Subconsciously, we might still be planning that diet. We might be distracted in what we're eating. We might be coping with our world, our life, with our food. Or maybe you're just still learning what fullness feels like for you. Fullness is something that unless we stop and slow down, It doesn't often get noticed until we hit unpleasant and in swoops the guilt and the fear and the thoughts of failure. So if your mind is thinking about work or watching television or what the children are or aren't eating, your mind is not thinking about what it feels like in your body to be eating. You are eating with distraction. You are eating in what we might say is a dissociative like state. You're behaviorally sitting there. You're actually doing the job, but your mind has left your body. And it's hard to recognize fullness when this is happening. But guys, there are answers. There are things that you can do. It is not all doom and gloom. Intuitive eating, I was just thinking this morning, is kind of like telling someone what swimming in the sea is like if they've never tried it before, particularly in the winter. Most people that I've introduced to the water haven't loved it at first. It's taken them a few times to discover it for themselves and to decide whether they like it or not. I actually didn't love it at first, but within a couple of days, I was hooked. And I feel the same is for intuitive eating. If you try it, within a couple of weeks, you'll be hooked. You won't be able to see things any other way. So what's our weapon that I mentioned last time? self-awareness because change is possible and self-awareness partnered with partnered with curiosity and non-judgment will be so influential on your journey hey maybe you are a dab hand at becoming aware of your thoughts and emotions and behaviors and not letting them impact you in any way but for many of us it can be really scary and confusing so scary that our body just goes into shock and retreats back into old ways. Our physiology remembers that uh, I don't like what we're going to do. And I know what we can do, which is safe. And we go back to do things the way we used to, even though our logical brain is telling us, hey, my God, this is, didn't bring us any joy the last time either. So self-awareness is an opportunity for you to watch yourself as a way of learning valuable information. And that's what this year could be for you. With this new information, you could open up the possibility of change. 
changing your relationship with food. Why? Because when you calm your body, rational thought, positive action is feasible for you. The biggest obstacles that you're going to face to that is one, your thoughts. We spoke about those last week. What kind of food police thoughts are going around? The rules that you carry. We spoke about that in episode three. And the beliefs. What beliefs do you hold about eating, but also what beliefs do you hold about yourself? The framework of intuitive eating helps you to develop the awareness and to remove these obstacles in your way to hearing your own inner wisdom about what to eat. Imagine if you just swam in your own lane. Imagine if you just spent all of your attention thinking about what you want to eat and doing that, just that. How much pressure would be gone? So I don't want to leave you off today without something to practice. I want you to have a think back about which one or two fears or reasons that are getting in the way of you feeling your fullness. Which ones of them feel true for you? And I want you to only focus on those until we meet again. Just focus on them. Become aware of the food talk in your head, the food talk around you that matches up to those pieces. And then get very curious and very clever by challenging the thoughts that your brain is offering you. Spend less time judging yourself on those thoughts and beliefs that you hold and spend more time challenging it. And in terms of actions, what can you do? You can practice moving from autopilot to conscious eating. Pause during your meals. You might know that you're eating lunch. Behaviorally, you're there. But how often in between bite one and a hundred are you really present with the experience? Have you ever noticed how your food is tasting to you? You can also practice a last bite threshold. Just give yourself a time that you'll say, "Okay, I'm going to stop. I'm going to take a break. I'm going to have a chat with whoever's with me at the table. And I'm going to leave some room for thought and for connection with my body and decide if I want to go for more. Watch those distractions. Where are you eating? How are you eating? Physically, where are you? Is the TV on or is the laptop on or is the phone in your hand? Or mentally, is your mind worried about the 101 things you have to do? And something that can be really cool is putting a conscious stop decision. So take actions to consciously stop and check in. Where am I on my hungerfulness? Where was I when I started? Where do I feel now? And this one is the one that will bring you back to practicing for longer so that you really get to feel what fullness is like for you. Just consciously stop for a couple of days and stop before you feel full and allow yourself to eat a little while later. Stop after you feel full and allow yourself to notice what kind of thoughts you're saying to yourself. And a big, big reminder, as you learn how to do all of this, be okay with those super full feelings. It happens, it's normal, and it will continue to happen even after you've practiced intuitive eating for a long time. It's okay. And maybe you're listening to this and you're thinking, wow, I am actually eating to overfull quite often. This might be a sign that you need some deeper work done. I want to let you know that I am running a Confident Eating Club this January for anyone who wants to lean into this kind of support. My objective is to share with you what I've learned as a nutritional therapist, a life coach, breath coach, but most of all, as a human who has changed my relationship with food. We'll talk about why diets fail. We'll talk about 
how to eat to achieve balance, not what to eat. We'll talk about working with your biology, not fighting it. We'll talk about these four bodies that intrigue me so much, our physical, emotional, mental and spiritual part. There will be no meal plans, no calorie counting, no boot camp exercises, no tricks, no fads, just pure, raw, honest chats. There will be 60 minute weekly coaching sessions, pre-recorded lessons that you will have for life, weekly support and motivation and recordings and workbooks will be available to everyone who comes along. So I hope that if you do want some support listening to your hunger and fullness feelings, that you might join me on this journey and all the other wonderful women who will be doing the same as you. And tune back in next week because we're going to be talking all about satisfaction. And so, my dear ladies, thank you so much for listening to my podcast, where you're learning a key life skill, how to understand yourself, how to make sense of the challenges that you face, and to use clarity and calm to find solutions in ways you may never have thought possible before and getting completely new and exciting results. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Foodie Nutrition. You can also find me on my website, www.foodie.ie. But please, because it's my mission to create a ripple, empowering women across the globe, across our little country in Ireland here, to really reflect on changing their relationship with food so that they can empower others to do the same like and share my podcast that they can learn from this experience too and if you have any question as we carry on on this journey together please do reach out to me 